Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. All right, everybody, Mark Sims is coming up. And in the meantime, what I'm going to do is play our bonus interview that we dropped on Monday with Alderwoman Jeanette Taylor. Holy crap, this interview is awesome. So my plan is to play a little bit of it, do a little tease, and then turn it down immediately. And uh, hopefully you'll want to hear more and go download it. I know it's sneaky, but it's what you do on a podcast, I guess. All right, so I'm going to play that interview with Jeanette Taylor. Check it out. And when we come back, the one, the only Mark Sims. In this. And so even before the election, if I'm talking about fraud, things tell me you, you, you're going to come up with something if it doesn't go in your favor. And so this is what happens four years of nobody saying, Hey, that's wrong. People standing behind him at press conferences going, oh, my God, did he say that? Instead of going saying, hey, I know the president said this, but this is what's correct. Nobody did anything of that for four years. So this is just a pot boiling over. And we cannot have people in power who are so power hungry that they ignore the very things that our forefathers fought for to us to have in a place to have some checks and balances. And I'm not saying the checks and balances are always fair, but you got to have something in place. But this is a result of unchecked power. Well, there were some people uh, down through the years that uh, defied uh, Donald uh, Trump and say what you will about uh, about Nancy Pelosi uh, or Chuck Schumer, but they initiated impeachment hearings against Donald Trump. The real problem, in my humble opinion, get your opinion on this, is that the Republican Party is so cowardly in the face of Donald Trump. I mean, even now, there's really, I believe they there's maybe... election, what it was, 120 yeah. Yeah. I saw, but that's because you, you got to remember what the play is. They got to get reelected. So they got to look like they did something to protect the president that they love. So this wasn't about right and wrong. This is about, I got to protect my cushy. Mitch McConnell is worth, probably worth more than every elected official put together. This was them about them protecting their interests. They didn't care about right and wrong because anybody who got on TV and said that that was okay, Anybody who said that wasn't a terrorist attack is problematic as hell. And they should not play a part in anything that has to do with democracy. Because this is that was not democracy. And we just gonna be honest, had them been black folks, they be dead. This will be a different story. Well, all right, let's get to the security issues. Actually. To get to those security issues, go download our interview with Jeanette Taylor, ChicagoReader.com, and wherever else you download your favorite podcasts. It's this weekend's Benny J bonus interviews. Go check them out. Hour number two of your Ben Jarofsky show is brought to you by SEIU Healthcare, Illinois, Indiana, the Chicago Federation of Labor, and the Chicago Reader. Benny J, take it away. With us, the great, the legendary Mark Sims, pride and joy of Finger High School, and the host of a great podcast, Just a Few Questions, uh, with the great Mark Sims. Welcome back, Mark Sims. Can you hear me, Ben? Yes, I hear you loud and clear. Sound great. I was, uh, and you can see me now. 
How about yeah, that? Huh? Bizarre. I want to. I want to see the uh, the uh, brown line. Uh, okay. No, don't worry, about uh, don't, don't they all? Don't they all? I would, I would do that for you. I would. Sit, no, no, that's show, okay. Move the camera. Uh, and uh, but something. Okay, Mark's been coming on the show for a long time. Before we get to the issues of the day, I have to say this. Uh, Mark's been coming on the show for a long time, and uh, before that, I was a, a guest on his show. And just the other day, we were chatting about this, that, and the other thing, and I learned something that I didn't know. That there's two parts of the great uh, Mark Sims <laughs> podcasting empire. <laughs> there's, there's one for members only. Damn. Uh, uh, buy us for us. Uh, so uh, explain, Boom. Boom. Yeah, yeah, explain this, uh, Mark. I just learned this uh, last this week. Is behind, this is behind the scene conversation uh, for your viewers at home. We talked with last week. Yeah. I said I had a new, a different podcast. And it's called 400 plus, meaning 400 years plus the Negroes have been here, okay? Descendants of the slaves. And you were like, you got kind of (laughs) upset. You were like, you said something like, can I be on the uh, the podcast that's just for Negroes? And I said, no, Ben, you can't be on this podcast for the Negroes. I wanted to be Jackie Robinson. I wanted to be Jackie Jarofsky, the first white man on uh, Mark Sims uh, for black people only. 400 plus. See, the thing about it is that, mm-hmm. see, you went to a, a high school where they had separate racial lunchroom tables. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> so you understand how, I know that was a long time ago. That was ancient history. <laughs> yes. But you understand. What it is is that, sir, I mean, one thing is that I can't make everybody happy. You know how podcasts are, right? Uh-huh. My po- the original podcast was, that was, that's Dennis sending me a text. I got to stop it. The, okay. uh, the original podcast was just a few questions, just a few questions, Mark Sims, right? Mm-hmm. But there are, there are issues that, like, and uh, your buddy uh, Monroe Anderson said this. He said a few times on your show. Not all, but most African Americans, most black people like to talk about black issues. Here's a perfect example. I had this lady on my show, um, and a few ladies on my show. Let's do uh, Emily Hanford. Emily Hanford is a great reporter from American Public Radio Reports. She's been reporting great for years, reporting on the science of reading, how Mm -hmm. children read and all the science. Very phenomenal. But so I have her on on the podcast. Of course, when I post that on the social media, most of my people I listen to have on my, on my social media are African-Americans, right? Been on there like 10 years. So they will see this white face and just, okay, let's move to the next story. <laughs> you know, we've talked about this because I had Karen Hawkins on the show yesterday, right? Mm-hmm. Karen Hawkins, the co-publisher of the Chicago Reader. And I was telling her off camera when the show was over, you know, I post stuff with Ben on uh, Ben stuff. I post your stuff on social media, right? So when Karen Hawkins is on your show, if I just posted a picture of Benny J and just your picture, pe- most people who don't know Benny J like, let's keep going, right? Mm-hmm. So if I, if I post a picture of her, Karen Hawkins, and Ben Jarofsky, they like, who this sister would be in? <laughs> and so let's listen to it because, you know, she's like somebody I know, right? Depend on, you depend on, not all black folks, you know, but we live in a very racially segregated city, man. Yes, we do. And a we segregated do. world. Oh, I think mm-hmm. we had an insurrection in this country the other day yes. because partly because these uh, people are very upset. This uh, this country's gone beyond the brownie of America. This is yeah. getting very serious for them. So I understand what they're going. But about. okay, but here's the, one of the the good things about the internet is that even if uh, the one podcast uh, is for black people only in terms of being guests, anybody can listen to it. 
Well, yeah, yes. But I mean, it's just like it's just like we're not going we're not going on the show and like yeah, this we got to plan something against Whitey, man. We tired of him. It's not like that type of show. But you know, it's just like it's it's the guy I had on my show, Harold Lucas. You know Harold Lucas. Yes. Harold Lucas been around a long time. A mm-hmm. uh, uh, proponent of Bronzeville, and so Harold Harold Lucas is almost like so sometimes too black for WVON. WV on in radio is the voice of the Negro. Originally, the voice of the Negro. Mm-hmm. Your buddy is Atiba, and uh, David is on that show, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, and I let me. So I, so I, I can only have maybe Harold Lucas on the four hundred plus Negro show, black folk show. I can't have him because I can't. Because if I have too many Harold Lucases on the just a few questions show, it would just turn off other people. Because if you have too many white folks. Latinos like, what do we come in? The Asians, hey, you got. Wh- wh- when do we come on the show? Every group wants to be representative, okay? If I have too, ma- I have too many men on my show because I don't connect well with women, mainly because maybe they sense my misogyny. I don't know what it is, and so I have a bunch of men on the show because men, men like to talk. It's a fraternity. Like I had have Charlie Myerson on the show. Your buddies, where most of my guests been are from your show. I, I, I ask a lot of people to come on my show. Most people say no, or they just ignore me. But when I say Ben Jarofsky, oh, you know Ben? Yeah, I know Ben. Ben's the coach. Ben, my buddy. Yeah. Ben J, man. And so a lot of my guests have been on the show, because, like Karen, probably Karen Hawkins, because of the Ben Jarofsky link. That's just the way relationship works. But uh, so Ch- Charlie Myerson was phenomenal. But he's a dude called Charlie Myerson. I'm going to send him an email. I don't, think we t- I don't think we did a pre-interview. We just did in- uh, emails. Yeah, I do the show. He's somewhat retired. He's in his 60s. He's self-actualized. It's not a problem. Well, anybody else is going to be a lot difficult because we have jobs to, you know, like I, I, I sent a letter the other day to the mayor, your mayor, <laughs> my mayor, Lori Lightfoot. I want to get Lori Lightfoot on the show. Ben, you introduced me to Lori Lightfoot. Yes, I, I did. Here a picture with Lori Lightfoot. So that's the hook. I say she, uh, and, I, and on, on the letter, I said, Mark Sims, Frequent guest of Ben Jar- on the Ben Jaroxy show, Benny J show, and also said you met me at the Benny J show. <laughs> I mean, if she reads the letter or her people read the letter, but but the point is that I I'm not going to have Lori Lightfoot on the 400 plus show. She's the general audience, G, G like the rated G general general audiences. So that's how it works. But so, but then again, the, the the problem I have, I can't make all black people happy. And if I if I if I, on my original my number one show just a few questions. If that goes well, I would like to get celebrities. If I get more celebrities, then I'm more mainstream. I may have crossed over and then I have to throw my most of my people under the bus. Oh, come on. No, you can because, have, because I do you, believe you can mix them. I do you, believe you, you can, can mix them. You can, but it's, yeah. but you have to be very, if you're too pro-black or there's a picture out, and I won't say that. I'll tell you that story out the air. <laughs> too many stories i gotta be careful i think it's like me and you talking but i forgot thousands of people listening to it well by the way so just some of the people that you've had on uh your uh just a few questions show you mentioned karen hawkins dear friend phenomenal, of mine phenomenal. Uh, yeah she is uh, uh my editor at the reader she's been on this show several times charlie myerson the news man been around for a while in the chicago right he has public square which is his uh his chicago uh, public square 
aggregation service every uh, day. He's always getting some right winger mad because this is too lefty for me. And then they quit, which is always a smile. You know, uh, they, they, well, you got to be more fair and put up Fox stuff. Well, you just, uh, poor Charlie uh, gets it both ways. But uh, you also Gary Meyer. This is all. Now, a lot of our younger listeners won't know this name, but Gary Meyer was a big time DJ back in the day, uh, in the 1970s and 80s. And you made a bit of a revelation there, Mark Sims. Wing when you had Gary Meyer on, I listened to the show, uh, that you were a radio geek uh, in the 70s. And uh, it didn't matter that you, uh, you were a black kid from the South Side. You were listening to Steve Dahl and Gary Meyer. Well, that was in the 80s, but, you know, the, you know, it's like when I was a kid. Let's go back. Let's let's do a little background. You, you've been a kid. You know how it was. We have to tell some of the listeners, maybe even Dennis, there was a time there was only AM radio. <laughs> right, right. I don't know if Dennis heard me. Uh, on the day, on the AM radio. So I remember as a kid, you listened to WVON, and I remember the station. I may have it wrong. WGRT. I may have that wrong. WGRT eventually came turned into WJPC, mm-hmm. uh, AM uh, nine fifty, I believe. Don't quote me on this stuff. So you had the two black stations. Then I used to listen to WWCA. As I remember, WWCA out of Gary. Jim Rags was the guy I listened to out of Gary. This is in the 70s as a kid. But you also, but this, you had records that crossed over and went mainstream. I don't know the songs that are back in the 70s, but the, so you turn this channel, you're like, they playing some black songs on WLS or WCFL? And you listen to, like, what's the guy? Bob Surratt. He's mm-hmm. still on the radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the weatherman on Channel 5? Br- Brand Miller. He was one of the uh, guys on the old, I think, WCFL. And so you so you say, wow, there's another world out there, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you start listening to some of the rock music, which is cool. And then uh, so, and, and the rock music was cool to me because a lot of the rock songs wasn't talking about, like a lot of the R&B songs, there's love, love, love. Not all, but most, right? 80% is I love you, you love me, let's get it on, right? <laughs> which is cool. And you listen to rock music back in the day when I was a kid, and they like, they just singing songs. They ain't mentioned love. Nobody <laughs> loved me or nothing. They're singing songs. I was like, that's pretty cool. So, you know, so, and uh, that goes into the 80s where you listen to rock music, and I think Gary Meyer and Steve Dahl were on WLUP or something. I can't remember. One of the damn stickers. They went back and forth, LS, yeah. WLUP. So I was in the 80s. That was in the 80s. So I listened to Gary Meyer, and I forgot to tell Gary Meyer off air probably what I used to do on public access and what I do now, which is sort of radio to podcast was heavily influenced because I was in my early twenties, listening to Steve Dahl and Gary Meyer. Now Gary Meyer is like 71 years old. He does a podcast. He does a, you can see it for for free on Fridays or something. But the point is that I sent him an email on Facebook or social media. Something he said, cool, but you know, we had to go back and forth. You know how, you know how these things work. You'll go back and forth. You pull it off. But so I had a give the point is that I have a Gary Meyer on just a few questions. Well, I can't have the pro-black show on and Gary Meyer at the same time. So you have to make a decision. Like I told you, I told everybody, I should have sold out a long time ago. <laughs> no. I, no, I would have sold. Listen, it's just like, I, I think I said this. I'll say it on the air. I, say, I, I got to remember what I say off the air and on the air. <laughs> I wanted to be a news anchor. And, and Lester Holt got the job I wanted. He was the anchor of Channel 2 News back in the day. But I didn't do it. You know, Lester, I didn't, you know, he, he's from like Marin County, California, went to school, blah, 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 blah. I'm a former high school dropout. He married a white woman has, and have a great life. Let me say it again. He married a white woman. <laughs> <laughs> it's one thing related to the other thing. Oh, yeah. It to is. have a great life. But see, and I'm not saying Lester sold out either. But we all have to make this decision because mm-hmm. if we too black, you, you get, you know, especially back in the day. 
when you had what's the brother that uh, uh used to do the ABC NBC five, NBC five News, which is MWMAQ, and uh, he also did uh, uh, nightly news. Man, drawing a blank on the blank on the guy, brother with the big mustache. I'm getting old, Ben. Come yeah, I, I, have, I, I don't know who you're. Come to me. No, no, no. Uh, it'll come to me later on. He okay used to be Frank, whatever ABC News. Oh, he, he died. Uh, and uh, she was on uh, ABC. Uh, Frank, uh, not Frank Reynolds. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but that was not uh, that was not the man. I could see his face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the point yeah. is that I believe he died of AIDS. Uh, no, yeah, I think he had maybe some bad needles. That's what it was. I think. Well, His name well, will come to me. I'm getting it. Yeah. Okay. But the point, I ain't take my ginkgo today. I'm cool. But so, the, <laughs> so the point is that when you're black, when you're African American, you know, you have or anybody. I don't care who you are. If, if Dennis had a, got a, got a job somewhere at, you know, let's say W nice RT, W uh, uh, ninety three. Uh, Whatever the public radio station. Oh, uh, I was thinking w- Steve Edwards. I had on the show. I yeah, yeah, Steve Edwards of WBEZ. Oh my God, you should have heard Mark Sims. He dressed himself up for Steve Edwards. Steve, oh, that's a fascinating topic that you're raising. Let me go to Dennis then. If Dennis got a job, <laughs> yeah. W at uh, W uh, BZ BZ. Yeah, he would have to like you know yes. like BZ. Yes, he would. <laughs> he had to tone it up. Yeah. Of course, you know Ben. When I have persons like Steve Edwards on, when I have white people on, my diction gets better. I nicer to them, you know. <laughs> you know, you know. I, I'm serious. When I had a brothers on, sister, hey, what's hey, like, like Karen Hawk, what's up, Karen? What's up, you know? And then uh, when I had the white folks on, hi, hi, this is Mark Sims. <laughs> my guest is Ben Drofsky. Ben Drofsky. Oh my God! You gotta hear the Steve Edwards interview, ladies. Steve Edwards for years is the I don't know what he does. That's GM. No, he's no, he's like yeah, he's, he's like a big shot. Two. He's number two. He's a big and, shot. And and it was a big deal back in 2000 or whatever it was, where Steve Edwards uh, came. It was on the Mark Sims uh, show that he had on public access. I remember that. I remember when Steve Edwards was on that show. I, I don't like, know how that happened. I don't know. Cause he was on the air. He, but see, you see, we're in the business, right? Mm-hmm. You, you, your business is better than mine. But the point is that the beauty of having a podcast is that you can talk to people. You don't normally going to get a chance to talk to. Yeah. And, like, and, and pe- a lot of people understand they're throwing me a bone. I don't have uh, Joe Rogan listeners. So they throwing me a bone. Uh, and the link with Gary Meyer was fascinating because although Gary Meyer wasn't a, a student at Finger High School, I went to Finger High School. And so he's when from he, Roseland. He's from Roseland. Of course, his family, no offense to his family, it was part of probably the white flight, which I understand. The Negroes are coming in droves. We got to get the hell out of here. Too many black folks. We got to go. So they went to Tinley Park. Well, I don't blame them. And then that, and there's a few black folks out in Tinley Park now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so <laughs> things change. So the point is that, so Gary swam naked as a child, as a kid, in the Finger High School swimming pool. So we talked about that. And, yeah. you know, you just all, and a lot of people, no, we talked about it on your show with uh with uh Tom. What's Tom's name? I was on your show at, at the Sun Times. Tom Shepard. We talked about it on your show swimming. Oh yeah, Tommy Shepard from uh, Tommy he's, Shepherd. he's from Pullman. Yeah. Right. Tommy mm-hmm. Shepard is a little bit older than me. He went to Finger High School. He swam naked. The boys swam naked. And so uh I went and when I got there in the 70s, they just gave us little skimpy little outfits. Yeah. We didn't swim naked. I think but you swam naked, didn't you? Yes. And I was in high school. They had us uh hopping in that pool naked. That was a right. weird phase uh that uh, high school gym teachers were going through back in the sixties and into the seventies. Uh and it's a very weird phase. I completely disagree with you uh in your notion that there has to be separate but equal podcasts for no. black and white audiences. No, it but- all depends on the subject. It all depends on the subject. <laughs> 
uh, as uh, we just saw in your, on that great riff you made about uh, <laughs> white people leaving um, Roseland. But you're absolutely correct. I actually was listening. I listened to your uh, show with Gary Myers, and I believe he left before he went to Finger High School. And the yeah, he never day. went to Finger because he went yeah. to uh, Tinley Park High. Tinley Park High. All right. And anyway, I urge everybody to check out. I didn't know about the For Blacks Only uh, podcast. No, but, it's, I, but it's really not like it's not as bad as you making it sound terrible. <laughs> it's not bad. But, no, but, but 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 I'm gonna send you one, and okay. uh, and you're gonna see my diction is a little bit more hipper and more jive when I'm on that show. All right, now uh, I want to say I saw a side of Mark Sims I'd never seen before during the insurrection. Uh, Mark was one of the my many friends who was texting me that day. Uh, we were I was in just a state of disbelief. I've uh, I wrote a little thing about this for the reader. I've talked about this on the podcast that the uh, insurrection began while I was on the air, Mark, and. Um, uh, I was with Monroe, uh, and I could see it in his eyes because he was watching it on TV. Uh, but I'm trying to find your text that you sent to me from last week. Uh, where well, you... I listened to that show, and oh. you, you, I was watching you and Monroe Anderson as y'all were just, you were live. You're live, Dennis, live. You're doing it live. And so I'm watching the insurrection, and you and Monroe doing a play-by-play, which was phenomenal. Yeah, it was uh, it was Monroe doing all the heavy lifting, because I couldn't see it. Here we go. Uh, this is this is what uh, you sent to me last Wednesday at 4 o'clock. This is sad. This is shameful. This is embarrassing. I could go on. This is really sad. The United States of America. Can't believe it. Uh, the president is an international and inter- a national and international embarrassment. He may have to be escorted out of office immediately, and that's not an overstatement. And he came back to it very sad. Uh, you were uh, vis- you were visibly. I've never seen this. Like you, were pretty. Well, those are just words. Jaded you guy. You, you, you know, you didn't, you didn't see me. Those are just words, man. <laughs> You see, you but, believe them? No, I believe everything. No, and it was sad because I'm still, I'm starting to, pro- I know my country. I know where I live. This is the land of the free and home of the slaves. This is very serious. And so we, so, but to see like, y'all crazy, you know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's just, it's similar to the civil war, similar, not exactly similar to civil war. These people, if you will, uh, <laughs> will risk their democracy just to maintain their whiteness. They would let the country, you know, the country is very in a precarious situation. You know, China's doing very well. They may not like beat Japan. When we, when we, and back in the seventies, you remember like people was kidding that Japan was going to take over the United States because they started making better cars and radio. And Japan was doing it. Mm. And, but Japan is not China. Japan got what a hundred, uh, I don't know, 150 million people, whatever. China got a billion people. <laughs> so this is no joke. I'm not saying I'm not ready to, to learn Mandarin or the Chinese going to take over the world because the Chinese are smart. They rather just let America implode versus take over the global society we live in. And this, and I'm not saying I'm going to, we America should be the number one kick, butt, you know, uh, just going across the country, killing folks left and right. But the, the, these knuckleheads of people, they just don't get it. You're risking your democracy just to maintain your whiteness. It's over. The demographics are just, are just there. If you're a regular working class a person from Granite City, I think Dennis knows what Granite City is. And so for Granite City, uh, I'm sorry, you got to compete with the people in, uh, in East St. Louis. I mean, now, now let's face it, the quality of school and who your parents are are the big d- determinant of your success. The qu- your income level, the quality of schools, and your, who your parents are, and for most people. 
And so it's it's over. We have computers, robots, algorithms, people. You know, I know Trump is down here looking at his ball, ball, uh, his wall, but uh, the, the uh, I'm saying this in not a pejorative nice way. The Mexicans are already here. I'm sorry. <laughs> you you're you're you have to compete with everybody. The Latinos, the South Asians. I used to say East Indians, but uh, uh, Ramona Hussein, I would, you know, she straightened me out. And so uh, she says South Asians. The South Asians, it's all over the world. People come here. So you have to compete. It's not, and, and with the robots and algorithms and, and the uh, AI, it's not fun. I'm, I get it. It's not fun. But you have to suck it up and deal with it. That's why the biggest, the, the biggest problem in this country right now, I think, is other than a pandemic. I have to remember there is a pandemic. <laughs> it's this income inequality. Because when, you're, when you got money in your pocket, and food in your belly, you don't really, you start to like people. You're not going to fight. What are we fighting for? You know, everybody got money in their pocket. We go have, go have a beer at the bar. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's all good. But when you, when you feel like I'm losing money, I'm, I'm losing my power. I'm losing my country. You know, I, but I understand the people who stormed the white, uh, the Capitol. The problem with the real problem are the, what's the guy named? Josh Holly. Oh, Senator Josh Hawley. Hawley. Yeah. yeah, young guy from like, you know, like Oxford, Rhodes Scholar. This guy's educated. I mean, t- uh, uh, Tom Cotton is smart. He's running for president. He's mm-hmm. kept he's kept his mouth pretty shut because that guy's running for president. And what's the other guy from Texas that got the beard? Ted now? Cruz. Ted Cruz, man. Ted, they, 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 are, they, they are really the problem. The yahoos, I get the yahoos. But the talk radio has been formating this stuff for years. Fox News has been doing this stuff for years. And this it's really, it's really quite sad. That's why I always I always tell people if they I should post this on social media. There was a great, and I excuse me, excuse me for babbling, uh, Ben, that uh, there was a great video or skit on SNL about a year ago with Tom Hanks. It was Black Jeopardy. You're talking about black shows. It was Black mm-hmm. Jeopardy. So Tom Hanks was one of the guests on the Black Jeopardy. And the whole premise was that. We working class whites have a lot in common with other Amer- other Americans. Duh, yeah. you have a you know that's why Dr. King was killed. If Dr. King was able to live a few more years, well, until he would have been in his nineties now, mm-hmm. he would have started getting working class whites who are fighting the war, working class blacks who are fighting the war. War the Latinos over here in this country, uh, they, they weren't called Hispanics well, back then. We would have had a, we had a better country. That's yeah. why he's dead now. Yes, uh, Dr. King was killed uh, right before uh, his um, movement in Washington, and it was all about income inequality, uh, and it was all about poverty as an issue in this country, not civil rights per se uh and he was you're right he was broadening his movement he was speaking out against the war uh and that's uh, apparently when he just became too dangerous for anyone in this country something i i saw today or i can't remember when uh mark i haven't talked to you about this maybe i mentioned it too there's been so much footage that's been released over the last few days about what went down last wednesday and the one i saw i was last night i saw it i mean this dude had a hockey stick and he was hitting the cop over the head with a hockey stick. Did you see this one? Mark Sims. And I missed you... that, but the, but the, but the, but the officer, the uh, Capitol police that died, he was hitting here with a fire extinguisher. Yeah. Beat to death with a fire extinguisher. It just, it's insane. That's why you, when I text you, I was upset trying to, pro- I said, I know y'all crazy, but y'all done, y'all done way past jump the shark. 
You know what I'm saying? Way past jump the shark. I mean, people in Russia, I mean, like the uh, Russian, uh, whatever, who, 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 Putin. Yeah. They, they want, remember, remember Get Smart, the old TV show, Get Smart? Yeah, Get Smart, yeah. What was, the, what was the bad guys called? The bad guys called? It was called chaos. Uh, chaos, chaos yeah, yeah. Chaos. <laughs> you remember Get Smart, right, Dennis? Get That's smart. before his time, man. <laughs> you probably see it on TV. Yeah. So the point is that I remember a so, shoe uh, phone. That yeah, thing? the shoe phone. I, yeah. I, I know Dennis knew. Dennis Smart. <laughs> I love the shoe phone. <laughs> so chaos. It was uh, other, the bad guys were chaos. Yes. And that's what they want to do in this country: and chaos. And yet, and so this folks, you know, remember, remember back in the day, Ben, when the Republicans used to say. We have the best ideals. We're the true Americans. We're from freedom. We're the, the party of Lincoln. Give me a break. You know what I'm saying? And so hopefully we're going to have to work this out. Otherwise, when other countries say, you can't lead the world, look at you. Look at your country. Y'all fighting each other every day. You can't be the world leaders. In fact, we're going to take away you. We're going we're gonna to let Bitcoin be the world currency. Or, or whatever, or the Chinese yuan, or whatever, it would be the world's currency. And you wonder, then you wonder why Standard Living is going down even further, right? When people are like, we tired of this American crap. They, they can't even run their own country. So, the, so a lot of Americans don't understand the ramifications of storming the Capitol. It, they just don't. They just don't. Well, when you saw the, the Capitol being stormed and you said how sad and upset you were, what, did you feel as though you were potentially in danger? Did no. you have a, a, was it, so what was, what was, uh, what was the source of your upset? Was it just the symbolism? The stupidity, the st- absolute stupidity. It's just stupid on every, every level. Because like you said, it's a corny line. We got, you know, corny line. We have a lot more in common than we do that sort of divides us. It, it, we really, really do. It's, it's, it's so, it's, so the power, whoever, uh, the, the Republican nuts from Rush Limbaugh all the way down, they just they just put out this crap. They don't even have arguments anymore, because it's like this. If you uh, you know what's the old joke, uh, Benny J, uh, about the golden rule? Oh, rules for uh, the all uh, he who has the gold rules. That's right. He who has the gold rules. So if you're in power, you your job is to try to manufacture consent or just kill kill people to keep them whip them in the shade. You know what I'm saying? We understand that if you if you're in control, you want to keep the masses down. I I get that. That's what you do. But you don't want to get to the point where uh, and you do want to divide and conquer the masses. I get it. But you don't want to divide the conquer to the mass at the point where you just hurt the whole kingdom, the whole country. And that's what we're facing. And the Republicans, they they have to, let's face it, without gerrymandering, voter suppression, and outright lies, they would not be in power. Mm-hmm. And then we and what were they fighting for at the uh, at the at the Capitol? They was, they was uh, going to the Capitol because of the uh, confirmation of the uh, Electoral College, mm-hmm. which has its roots in where? Slavery. <laughs> Sla- I mean, sla- a lot of these, you know, slavery and black folks are the reason why we have a, a electoral college. It's the reason why we don't have universal health care. I mean, I don't I, I mean, I don't have the facts with me right now, but I think they said like uh, uh, a lot of things that uh, uh, FDR, FDR, uh, Roosevelt wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, have a broader, even a stronger safety net. They say we can't do that because black folks going to get something. Yeah. <laughs> To this very day, it's always it's all you know. It's just more of us now. It's it's got Latinos and each Asian. We got all these different people now, but they sure don't want black folks to have none. We don't can't stand to be. We let them play baseball. We let them play basketball. 
you know, and back in the day, you remember being, I, mean, I hate to sound like an old person, uh, uh, Dennis, and, and listeners who were born in 1980-something, right? But yeah. the point is that I remember Joe, Gill- Joe Gill- Gilliam, Joe Gilliam, I think that's his name. The quarterback. He was quarterback Pittsburgh Steelers. So back in the day, remember when I was a kid, listeners, they still were saying black folks can't swim. They're not smart to play quarterback. Black folks weren't smart to play quarterback. That's in our lifetime, then. Well, our lifetime, that's within the last three years with the Chicago Bears. Don't they wouldn't take Patrick that. Mahomes. They took Mitch Trubisky. Our lifetime, how about the last three years? I'm so sad about that, you know. <laughs> Not to say anything bad about it. His daddy black, mama white. I'm talking about Patrick Mahomes. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's still evidently too black for the Yeah, Chicago too black. <laughs> Unbelievable. So, Joe, so when Cherry Bradshaw got hurt, Joe Gilliam came mm-hmm. in. And we were like, yeah, brother playing football, quarterback, yeah. And you remember back in the day, now this is when Dennis was a kid, I think, when uh, uh, Doug Williams won the Super Bowl and beat John Elway. And and Jeff, Doug Williams with the Washington Redskins, of course. Yeah, and he and he and I'm not a sports geek, but I'm just saying I remember some of this stuff. Man, he broke all kind of records in that Super Bowl. But and, John, and nothing gets John Elway. I I like John Elway. John Elway is a great quarterback. Hall of Fame. He's cool. They had him already on the Wheaties box, which was a big deal. Being on the Wheaties box was a big deal. Yeah, so they, but uh, <laughs> uh, back in the day, uh, Doug Williams didn't get all the endorsements. Uh, Did he make the Wheaties box? Did Doug Williams no, make the Wheaties man, box? That's a, that's a tribute question. But that was a different era. What I'm saying, that was a different era, like almost 40 years ago. And we've come a long way. We've had Barack Obama. We, then we had the backlash. So hopefully, and, and let me tell you something, I'm going far afield babbling because that's what I do. Now, it's so weird how this race things work, work in four years from now or less than four years, you can have a Nikki Haley and a Kamala, a Kamala, Kamala Harris, Kamala Harris. What is it? Kamala Harris, right? Kamala Harris. Yeah. Nikki Haley and Kamala Harris running for president. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? How, how, how's the racist feel about that? When you got Nikki Haley representing Republicans and Kamala Harris, both of them are like, like you were half South Asian, right? I don't know Nikki's mixture, but half South Asian. And like Barack Obama said when he left the White House, I think it is one of his final or the final uh, press conference in the little room you know, in the White House. He said, uh, you're going to have somebody at president and you don't know what they are. Like when I was a kid, I was just a high yellow Negro. Now I people, they say, what are you? Which I totally understand because there's so many people of color in this country. And I've said this sound by the a few times on your show, but it has to be repeated because you're going to have more Nikki Haley's and Kamala Harris's and Zendata's and all these folks here. And it's, it, it was a time uh, separable equals was real, was real, but they broke up what Plessy versus Ferguson went in 54. Yeah. And uh, we, you know, we, so when I'm, I'm babbling about all this stuff, because of this history we're talking about, a lot of folks just don't know. It's still history about this country. I still learn to this very day. Yeah. I just don't know, but I know the other side doesn't believe in facts. I know it's fake news, fake history. Well, I, I, uh, I do not believe we'll move on from national because I have to ask you some local stuff, uh, but I do not believe Nikki Haley will be the nominee. I, I understand your overall point. It could happen. It's a greater likelihood of that happening than me being the nominee of the Republican party or you being the nominee of the Republican party. But I, I got to see it to believe it. Uh, Nikki Haley uh, getting through the Republican primary uh, to become the nominee. All right. Uh, let's move on to local stuff. This is a big topic of conversation on our show, and I'll put it to you right now. 
Uh, Mayor Lori Lightfoot uh, has um, announced that teachers got to go back to the classroom. It's time to get back to work. And if you don't go back to the classroom, we're not going to pay you, which is a little moderate. moderate, uh, as opposed to what you were saying a week ago, which is we'll fire you. So uh, your thoughts on uh, Mayor Lori Lightfoot uh, reopening the schools in the middle of this pandemic? Now, you know, uh, Ben, uh, Benny J, you know, when we off, when you call me, I call you. I, I probably say stuff like, I'm not a big fan of the teachers union. Now, I'm too scared to say that on air. <laughs> But, you know, I have a personal problem with the teachers union only because it's the Chicago teachers union. It's not the Chicago parents union. It's not the Chicago children's or students union. So I understand the teachers union. Their job is to protect the teachers. And I and I know this whole thing is not about the students. It's about a power grab or, or a pissing contest, if you will, between the teachers union and Lori Lightfoot. And the question has to be. If uh, Tony Preckwinkle was mayor of Chicago, would she have would she compromise with the teachers union? Probably they would probably make peace with a Tony Preckwinkle who they backed, I believe. Right. Yes, they did. So then so that so that so the fight is a power grab. They're probably going to send somebody. The teachers union is probably going to back somebody who used to be a Chicago CTU member for mayor against Lori Lightfoot in a few years. So this is just a power thing. Now, I'm all for this socialist. The, the, I hate to say I'm sounding like Johnny Cash. You know, I meant to say when I called you earlier, Johnny Cash may get his buyout. You know, you never know. Right. Yes. Johnny Johnny Cash. Johnny Johnny Cash. Cash. The columnist. Not the great singer. I so always the columnist from the Chicago Tribune. Right. So Johnny say, Cass, not Johnny Cash. Johnny, Go ahead. Johnny Cass. Cass yeah. With a K. Yeah. So I say that because this is about power. It's not about the students. Because if it was about the students, Lloyd Lightfoot just could back off a little bit. Teachers Union can back off with their socialist and socialist agenda. I hate to sound like Johnny Cass. I'm for there's a socialist agenda. But just say we're pushing a socialist agenda. I'm all for that. Well, we need to talk about that. See, we're in a country where the, we have a pandemic. So a lot of people who used to work downtown, they're not coming back downtown. A lot of rich folks like, like Bruce Rauner, he didn't left the building. And I'm, not, and if, I'm not saying that all rich people could leave this city. But if, uh, but if a good portion of them did, we really in deep doo-doo. You know what I'm saying? They all go yeah. down. It's like a lot of rich people leaving. I mean, prominent rich people. And some of them are taking their businesses from a high state, high tax state, California to Austin, Texas. And then some people move it down to Florida because there's a no tax state. So Tennessee is kind of close to uh, Illinois. You can move to Tennessee and, you know, they don't have, you know, state taxes and probably corporate taxes are better. So we have to have the big picture about how do we make this city Attract, attract, you know, remember the winters are, I ain't shovel snow yet. Have you been? The winter, global yes. warming, you, oh, you shovel snow? Well, the, don't you remember there was a, uh, a oh, snow you, st- storm? No, I'm sorry, you, you, you about 15, 20 <laughs> miles away from me. I'm on the other side of town because you're kind of northern and sometimes it's snow in the north. We had, uh, we had snow. snow. Yes, we had. It, it is uh, that's like that song, It Don't Rain in California. It never rain. Uh, but uh, I have to vehemently disagree with you uh, on your uh, position. Well, of course, we don't see eye to the teachers' union. No, no. I'm a big fan of the teachers' union. I'm not. And, uh, you're not. Uh, but if, uh, if he was going to reach out to SDG, Stacey Davis Gates, to get her on his show, he'd be singing a different song. Anyway. No, I, no, I mean, you know, we, uh, 
I could, I probably could do it. I'm, I'm like six degrees of separation. I'm like one degree from Stacey Davis Gates. You know what I'm talking about. And so I could probably get her on the show. But the point is that she's going to be political. So I don't, I don't want to have that type of, that's not what I do. That's what you do. I don't want to have, when I get Lori Lightfoot on the show, I don't, I want to talk a little bit less. I'll talk politics, but I'll talk, I will talk about Lori Lightfoot. I'm already preparing for the show when she comes on. Hey, what you cooking today, Lori? What you got? You know, you know what I would love you to ask her? She's a big uh, football fan. She and is a bear fan. And ask her, do you think the bears are prejudiced against black quarterbacks? Just ask her that. Go ahead. Ah, uh, nah. And then nah, put nah. that on the four hundred. See, I would, put on, show. I would put that on the four hundred show, the four hundred plus show for the Negroes, not the show. You know what I'm saying? No, but the, but the, I say that because I mentioned Emily Hanford talking about the science of reading and and public education. And right now, a lot of a lot of students, because I was one of them. See, you struggled in school because you had dyslexia. One of the things they talk about in the science of reading is that it's very basic. Let me, I got, I'm going far afield and going back to, to the teachers union. 40% of the students, the science of reading says that 40% of the students can learn how to read no matter how you teach them. The other 60% are going to struggle. A lot, of, a lot of those students who struggle have dyslexia or they have to have an implicit phonics instruction to help them. Mm-hmm. I want the teacher to implement this stuff. No one should leave the CPS. Because the kid can't read. And I and you can say and they say, well, it's the parents. I know that. It's poverty. I know that. But in this modern era where, where AI and algorithms and robots, we should be able to fix. No one should come out of school not reading at grade level, at least at grade level. And so how do we do that? And so, but we want to have the fight. And and like I said, I understand they fight now because my doctor would tell me I have one of these comorbid conditions, right? Mm-hmm. I'm I, I'm scared to go out there. I mean, I go yeah. in the store sometimes. So now, this, now the truth is coming out. No, yeah. no, no. So I understand. <laughs> so like, like Dennis said earlier, I was listening to you, Dennis. They, she said he said sixty percent of the teachers came and came to work today or something, right? Mm-hmm. So you're always going to hit that 80, 20, 70, 30 split. St- teachers with comorbid conditions. They should not be allowed to go into public schools. Yeah. No. So this is where the compromise is. So my thing is, let's sit down. We'll sit down and work this out. And also, my I'm also like I'm sort of a, a libertarian. Sometime one day, maybe because I'm I'm kind of confused. I'm a Republican. It's it's like if you're going to let the kids in, the students come to school, and the teachers, then when you start uh, lifting restrictions on restaurants. Yeah, there you go. Now you're starting to sound like me. You know what? If you let them go long enough. He'll start town like me. He'll go through that whole, I don't like the teachers union thing, which he's been programmed to say by listening to too much Rush Limbaugh. And then, yes. Because because this pandemic is real. But we yeah, know. it's real. But see, My God, the- Brad Schneider just got COVID. The congressman That's from the, right. he, right. they put him in a room with a bunch of MAGA hat wearers and they wear masks. He got, he got contaminated. Duh. But, yeah, but Taiwan don't have the problem we have. New Zealand doesn't have the problem we have. Australia doesn't have the problem we have. We got crazy people in this country. We can, America can, see, the thing should be going down in about three to four months. Three to four months. If he just put on a freaking mask, wash your freaking hands, stay six feet apart, it's going to go down. And, and, and the vaccines are nice, but you have a new strain. See, in, in, in the world, they I'm not saying anything bad about vaccines, but in the world they really want, they want you to take a flu and a COVID-19 yeah. vaccine the rest of your life or shot the rest yeah, of your you'll life. Be I'm, not saying that, I'm not saying that's good or bad. I'm just saying this, no. this it's, it's a big game everybody's playing. And so I'm the kind of person, let's, let's, can we meet, can we do 
70-30. Let's do some win-win strategy here so we all can just sing Kumbaya and move along. All right. We can sing Kumbaya. And uh, so we're going to have to move along. So before we move along, uh, one more time, tell folks where they can hear both your podcasts. You can hear either one. It, it's Anybody can listen to either one. Go ahead. I'm going to get this email. That's my goal next, next this year. Get my email. Let's build up that. But just type in just a few questions, Mark Sims. And don't type in that other one. No, <laughs> 400 plus. See, and you, and you notice that, you know, when I say, hi, this is Mark Sims. Just a few questions. If you hear 400 plus, hey, everybody, your brother from the South Side, <laughs> right on. This is 400 plus for my peeps. <laughs> no, no, it's not like that. It's but, not come but on. Just, like, just a few questions. Uh, uh, you'll see. And, hey, Benny J, when are you coming back on the show? Which one? No, you know you can't be on the show. <laughs> you got to be on. I want to be on four hundred no, plus. No, no, no. It, I'll no. be the white guy. It all depends on the issue. All depends on the issue. Dennis, when you coming back on on the on the podcast, Dennis? Whenever, whenever. Yeah, we could talk about Granite City. I sent you something about Granite City. You can check your email. I mean, your uh, Facebook message. Right. I don't know. Uh, email. And also, uh, before you go here, I was going to ask a favor from you, Mark. Um, we got our two-year anniversary coming up uh, on February 27th, and uh, well, we're going to do some things here, and I was hoping you could uh, maybe just give us, like, you know, kind of like how radio stations used to do it. Can you just say, hey, this is Mark Sims, and I want to say happy anniversary to the Ben Jarofsky Show, maybe in your white guy voice. That'd be good if you did that. I'm going to use my diction. <laughs> okay. You know, and I'll, I'll just give you, like, a countdown. DJ Dennis. So yeah, and we, I, I'll work on it. I do, you know, I sound like Casey Casey. Right. I do the Casey Casey voice. Cool, cool. I'll give yeah, you a count. I'll, I'll, I'll do it right now. like from Lebanon or something, right? Wait, he, he wants you to do it right now. No, right now? Yeah, right now. Yeah. And I can record it. Right and then I can record it, and I can cut it, and then oh, we'll have an so anniversary show. Oh, okay. All right, I'm going to give you a countdown. Here we go. Three, two, one, go. Hey, this is Mark Sims, your friend, Benny's friend, Dennis's friend. Dennis, Ben, Ben, Dennis, congratulations on two years. I wish you many, many, many more. Oh, that was nice. That was good, man. <laughs> that was out of my ass. Oh, I mean the curse. Okay. That was really sweet. Uh, I've been on Mark Sims' show since. Listen, wait, wait. I am totally disingenuous and phony. Come on. You want to do it again? <laughs> Just all shoot it again. You want to redo? A different one? Yeah, yeah. No, no, not the first one's fine. Okay. Uh, he's a pro. Let me do it again. Want me to do another? Yeah, one more time. Let me count you down here. Three, two, one, go. Dennis, Ben. I supposed to say Ben and Dennis, right? The, the hierarchy. Let's start again. Start okay, again, right? my goodness. All right, here we go. <laughs> this is the last time. Three, two, See? one. Here we go. Benny J, Dennis, two years. Happy birthday. You look older than two years. <laughs> I wish you many, many more. Awesome. Now I'll cut that. Right. And on February 27th, we're going to drop a special anniversary show and we'll add that into the show. So there we go. Two years, man. Two years. And Mark Sims has been on this show, I would say, a dozen times. See, when you, see when you were on the radio, Ben, I don't know if I told you in person, but I used to say behind, behind your back, <laughs> man, Ben going to lose his radio show. He got way too many black folks on the show. He got more black folks than I know. Black folks on the show every day. Man, bringing them up and way up to like Foster and Milwaukee. <laughs> Hell no, they going to get rid of your behind. And they did. Yes, they did. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think the black folks was like number three on the list. Uh, uh, it, was I think, part, it was a big part of it. Yeah, big, yeah, it was a 
Uh, whatever. Let it go, man. It was two years ago. I let can't it let go. it go. It still hurts, man. <laughs> uh, that's the the immortal, the legendary, the great Mark Sims, the pride and joy of Finger High School, ooh, ooh, and yeah, uh, yeah. host of uh, two great podcasts. <laughs> and I'm going to listen to both of them and subscribe to both both of them. No, I, and I don't care what he says. All right, very good. I want to uh, thank Mark Sims uh, for being an outstanding guest, as he always did. And, of course, thank the man, the myth, the legend, the pride and joy of all in Illinois, without whom the show would be possible. And as John Canizera and Darren Bailey will tell you, back home in Alton, they call him White Lightning. Give yourself a raise, take it out of petty cash. See you tomorrow, everybody. That is correct. from sharing stories or how did you how did you